I'm Dr. Sterling. I'm a board-certified OBGYN and mom. Welcome to the Becoming Moms podcast, where I give you the step-by-step to optimizing your physical and emotional wellness in pregnancy so you can create a nourishing environment for your baby, your family, and yourself. The information shared in this podcast is intended for general education purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard in this podcast. All right, lovelies, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to Emergencies in Labor. I am so excited that you have decided to join me. I'm Dr. Christine Sterling. I am a board certified OBGYN. I am a mom of three. I've gone through three births myself, um, three very, very different births, and I have shared um, my birth stories in my last live. So if you haven't caught that, definitely that's something to watch. But um, I'm speaking about something that's really um, important in our preparation for labor and birth today. So I believe that there are really four pillars to birth preparation. And one of those pillars is preparing for the unexpected, preparing for emergencies and things to uh, not go according to plan, okay? Now, there's a lot that goes in to preparing for emergencies. And we can't touch on all of the ways that we can prepare for this in in one video. And we can't touch on all of the different ways to prepare for birth in this video. But I want to focus on what I consider one of the most important parts of preparing for emergencies. And that is to really understand what it looks like, what happens when there is an emergency, because there's something that all of these experiences um, pretty much share in common. And so, yeah, I think that going through that with you in this video is going to be really powerful for all of you. Now, the mistake that I see most birth classes making is we talk about preparing really for the ideal birth up front and that is the center that is what's centered in the birth preparation and the preparation for things to not go according to plan or the emergencies is really pushed to the side now the problem with that i see with that is what happens is is i believe that the vast majority of us have some fears about birth not going according to plan or something bad happening in our birth or ending up with a birth that we didn't we didn't plan for or we didn't want right and i believe that when we don't address those fears when we don't move through them from the very beginning of our birth preparation i believe that those fears end up blocking us a lot and can really impact us in labor so i think that when we face our fears we are able to face our fears, face the, the, the possibility of the unexpected happening, face the possibility of a cesarean birth, if that's not what we want. When we face that up front, I believe we're able to kind of unblock our fear. And when we don't, when we push it off to the side or skip the chapter in the book, I think that that fear has a tighter grip on us and it blocks us more. In addition 
to that problem. There's also the issue of if we have not openly addressed the different ways that labor, the different paths that labor can take, when we are in an emergency situation or when things that we did not expect to happen happen, suddenly we are under this pressured situation of trying to make decisions, trying to understand and feel good about a course of action, having never heard of these things before, never heard of a vacuum, never heard of a fetal heart rate deceleration. If we haven't heard of these things, um, it's much more difficult to process that while in an emergency situation. So I take a very different approach to birth preparation um, than most people when, when I'm coaching people for their birth. I say, let's put this up front and then let's prepare for all the good stuff and the stuff that you do want, but let's move through this first. So. Um, I, like I said, I'm going to talk about one aspect of emergencies that pretty much all of the emergencies share because it's too much to go through all the different emergencies in one video, but there's one aspect that they all share that we're going to be talking about today. All of the other um, specific preparation for specific emergencies and all of the other birth preparation can be found inside our birth preparation classes and sterlingparents.com. But I want to bring, I want to talk about this one because I think it's the juiciest and I think it's the, the, the one that needs to, everybody needs to hear. Okay, so when you are in an emergency situation, oftentimes things are going to start happening very quickly. Emergencies in labor oftentimes go from everything being okay to everything not being okay very quickly. Unfortunately, that's just the nature of birth is that things can evolve and change rapidly. When something is happening, some kind of emergency is happening in your labor, your providers are going to switch into action very quickly. You will see a different side of us emerge and it can actually be quite frightening for people. What you may see, let's give an example of baby's heart rate suddenly goes down and everything was perfectly fine before and then baby's heart rate starts crashing. What you will see is your nurses jump into action and they're going to start doing what we call conservative corrective measures. They're trying to make, um, to maximize uh, blood flow, maximize oxygen delivery to your baby. And they're going to want to do that very quickly because babies can't stay down at those low heart rates for very long. What you may see though, is your nurse or your OBGYN or your midwife who was being very engaging with you before making eye contact, smiling, being very, gentle and just like a normal person, right? You may see them suddenly not really making eye contact with you and, and saying words um, and talking to each other like you aren't there. And that can be very jarring for people. The reason why this happens is that when there is a, a, a life-threatening situation, whether it's you, your baby, when, when your providers are, are worried about your well-being, we go into fight or flight, okay? We have a huge surge of adrenaline. And what happens when human beings are in fight or flight? You've probably heard of the, you know, the stories of moms being able to pick up cars when their children were being crushed. These surges of adrenaline, make us hyper-focused. 
okay? When you are in an emergency situation, you're not thinking about what you're going to eat tomorrow and or like, oh, her earrings are pretty. No, you are in a fight or flight and you have blinders on and that allows you to focus. Your brain goes into a very focused state into what needs to happen. So when I'm in an emergency situation with a person in labor, I get very calm and my brain, my brain gets very quiet and I get very clear and I am hyper focused on what needs to happen next. Now that means that what needs to happen next in terms of saving your life or saving your baby isn't always what doesn't sometimes come into the equation is communicating that to you. I wish it did because I think that, you know, if we were always able to remember that piece, we would actually prevent a lot of um, pain and, and, and trauma in our patients. And a lot of the time, you know, I always tried to remember, okay, I need to tell them what's happening. I need to communicate with them. But you you have to get to a little bit of a safe space before you're able to do that. Um, and sometimes you, sometimes we're not as good as we should be about communicating what's happened because we have these blinders on and all we can see is the problem. Now, what sometimes happens if we are moving to, say, an emergency C-section, suddenly you're going to see people pulling out cords and you're going to start, they're going to start wheeling your bed out of the room. And that's usually sometimes when, like your OBGYNs, like, off the side of the bed trying to explain what's happening, trying to consent you for an emergency C-section. And that is a freaking scary experience, y'all. There's just, you know, you go from zero to 100 real quick. And then you get into the uh, to the operating room, and then it really seems like nobody's really paying attention to you. Again, in an ideal situation, we would be explaining what's happening, and sometimes that happens, but it doesn't always happen. Because again, everyone in the room, the anesthesiologist, the nurses, the OBGYN is thinking problem, 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 solve the problem. And they're not necessarily thinking, oh my gosh, poor Ashley, like, is she okay? Does she know what's happening? You will see in the, if you're in the operating room or if they're getting out of vacuum or if they're getting out forceps, you will see all these people kind of running around you, talking to each other. And it seems like you are being ignored. I, I want you to understand that everything that's happening in the operating room, everything that's happening when they're grabbing the tools is all for you, okay? It's all for you. They're running around because, especially in the operating room, we have this checklist because there's a, you know, having a surgery is kind of like flying a plane. There are things that cannot go wrong. We have checklists, we have things, you know, the room is really cold, for example, because we're trying, we know that colder rooms can reduce infection rates. We're putting leg squeezers on, we're doing all of these things because we know leg squeezers are going to reduce your risk of having a blood clot. So there's this checklist that we go through and we wanna make sure we're doing it perfectly. And sometimes we can come across kind of like robots because we really, we are, it almost feels like, you're, I feel like a, I'm a robot when I'm in that fight or flight. I feel like a robot. So that is really the insight that I wanted to share with you. I think that every single person who is about to give birth should know that that's what an emergency situation can look like. And I know because I've heard from my members, the members of Sterling Parents who have, we've done birth coaching, they've gone through the birth classes. I have heard from them when they were then in that situation 
that they were like, oh, I know what's happening here. This isn't so scary. Yes, they're not talking to me, but Dr. Sterling told me about this. I knew to expect this, and I know that they're doing all of this for me. And, you know, that might, that is such a much more, that is a much more grounded place to be to say, oh, I was expecting this. And so I just, I think that everybody should know that. Please share this with your friends who are expecting, family members who are expecting. I want every single person to know this. It's really important. There are other ways I think we need to be preparing for the unexpected um, in birth. Like I said, I think that putting, you know, a lot of people, um, a lot of my members will come to me and they'll be worried about, you know, they'll have a breech baby, for example, and they'll be worried about having a, a C-section. And if you're a member of Sterling Parents, I know that um, you've heard me say this. If you've, if you've come to office hours on Zoom or anything, when, when people say, okay, well, I'm really worried about this. I always ask why. And we kind of dissect the fear. We dissect the wants and the desires because we learn so much about ourselves and it really can release that that tight grip that that fear of the C-section or the fear of this happening in my birth. That tight grip can lessen and all of a sudden your birth preparation um, can really flow with ease and you can learn and move through it without all of that, that fear. And I think that everybody deserves that in their birth preparation. And that's why that's one of the pillars that we teach. And that's um, inside Sterling Parents. That's one of the things that I think we do differently that I do differently when I coach my members um, in preparation for their birth. It's something that I don't see done enough of. Get it, you know, so many times I have heard our members who are on their second or third pregnancy say, with my first, I just skipped over the C-section chapter. I just skipped over it. I wanted to trust my body. You know, all of those wonderful things, trust your body, your body was built for this. Yes, our bodies may be built for pregnancy and for birth, but that doesn't mean that our bodies don't ever stumble or have difficulty with the things that they were built to do, okay? That's just the human body, of course, even if it's built to do something, can have difficulty with it. And so um, that is a central part of the birth coaching that I provide to the members inside sterlingparents.com. So, um, so yeah, I hope that that little tidbit of um, uh, a perspective, that, that tidbit of information is, is helpful to you. Um, I think that uh, it is something that we just don't talk about enough. And it can be really powerful, um, especially if you are to encounter something unexpected um, or an emergency in your birth. And uh, yeah, we can definitely talk about all of the different, you know, um, uh, emergencies, emergent conditions that happen um, in birth in different lives. So um, I always put up the day after or after the live, I always put up a question box so y'all can suggest different topics for these lives. Um, I'm here to, to serve you. So um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed. And if you would like me to be your birth coach and you would like to go through our birth preparation that we have inside Sterling Parents, uh, sterlingparents.com, it's uh, always open and available to you. And I hope you have a beautiful day and I'm wishing you, uh, I'm in an empowered birth. I think that um, everyone, no matter um, 
you know, what your exact specifics you are hoping for in your labor, um, everyone can take steps to prepare for an empowered birth, even if it doesn't go exactly as we want. Um, you know, 99% of the time we can find pockets of empowerment, even in really difficult situations in labor. And um, I'm excited to to help you find those pockets of empowerment um, in your birth. And uh, yeah, I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Becoming Moms. If you were looking for more support from me during your pregnancy journey, head over to sterlingparents.com to learn more about our membership. The Sterling Parents membership now comes with a private Instagram account where members can send me direct messages 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Pregnancy is hard. You deserve support. Head over to sterlingparents.com to get the best support available for your pregnancy.